Hi there, and welcome to Space Squid, the only podcast that provides weekly updates on everything comic books, animation, video games, and fresh, funky digital art from Africa. Learn about the latest projects and events and hear from truly phenomenal African creators brought to you by your host, me, Kadi Yaute. Hi guys and welcome to the Space Squid Podcast. I am Kadi Yaote and on this first episode I wanted to introduce you all to what this podcast is going to be about, who I am and the organization I work for. So yeah, first who I am. I am Kadi Yaote. I write and I blog about comic books, animation, video games, cool, funky digital art from Africa. I do all of this on a platform called Squid Magazine and you know that's why the name is Space Squid because you know, space squid. So yeah, and I know that um, lots of you don't have the time to read, and that's all we've done on Squid Mag in the past. And so this is us just you know expanding that portfolio and helping those of you who have time to listen but can't read. So yeah, that's what this podcast is gonna be about. What to expect? Um, reviews, interviews, unfiltered, brutal, honest thoughts on things that are happening. So if you're out there and you're making crap. Please don't make crap, because I'm going to talk about it, or not, I don't know. But yeah, so there are going to be different segments on this. One of them is called Squid Cow. Cow is just comic of the week. It's going to be a compliment to what we have on the website anyway. It's going to come out every Wednesday. Uh, that's actually what we're going to talk about today. I know that by the time you hear this, it's already past Wednesday. But we'll make, you know, we'll make, we'll make, we'll make, we'll make, uh, we'll correct that in the following weeks. So yeah. We're going to talk about Lake of Tears. It's a comic book by Corbina Ofer and Seto Fiajigbe. And I'm going to do that with my partner, Squid Mag, partner, Kofi Sydney Asari. Hi, Sydney. Yeah, hello, Kadi. What's up? I'm good. How are you, how are you feeling? Uh, really excited about today because yeah? um, it's uh, Space Squid 1.0, um, literally. So yeah, like we're going to name. dive into some comics um, and all the interesting stuff happening. And uh, stuff that you wouldn't see online here, we're going to dive deeper. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, today's today's comic, what we're talking about is called Lake of Tears. It's a comic book by Seto Fiajigbe and Kobina Ofer. Um, this is a comic from Ghana. I'm just going to read real quick what they have on your website about the comic. It's pretty long, but I'm going to, you know, try and get to the core of it. Huh, funny I said core. At its core, Lake of Tears is a story of captivity and redemption. Set against the backdrop of Ghana's hazardous inland fishing industry, this beautifully drawn, imaginatively written graphic novel will be released digitally in four free installments beginning November 2017. So yeah, this is actually an old comic. Um, last year, it won the Nomo Awards for Best Graphic Novel. And we have some thoughts. We have some thoughts. Have some thoughts, so we'll, we'll just get right into it. Um, so Sydney, what do you like about League of Tears? Um, so this this is going to form part of my likes, like um, the things I see about it, and I really feel that other other people should really get amazed by it. Is um, the first is if if you open the comic, the first panel, you see there's this dive, melancholic dive by the Yeji boys, 
Uh, the age boys at the um, boys who are being slaved on the boats to work on the water lake. Mm. So that rhythmic look of it, it looks um, appealing. To be frank, there's this feeling of immersion, like looking at the dive, and that was what caught me. There was this strong audience involvement for me. So I feel that's one point to to put out. Uh, the writer Copenhagen is also really good. It's, the writing is um, very cinematic. Catchy and fast pace, if it needs to, based mm. on um, the scenes, because there's a lot of um, color tones in there, especially for a flashback, and it's totally yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that. That. <laughs> so for me, for me, what I like the most about Lake of Tears, even before the story, was the art. I think Seto's art is Charlie. It's it's phenomenal, and I really, really, really like it. I like that, um, you know, it's not they're done like clean, clean lines. It looks mm. very sketchy. Because like most comic books here, yeah, the lines are like really clean and like you know the whole superhero thing. Yeah. But with his, it's almost like a story, like you're reading a storyboard, you're you reading a you colored storyboard, and I really really like that about Seto's art. Then also I like how the story was resolved. So usually I find that a lot of comics from Africa, the story just drags on and on and on. You don't really see an end in sight. But with this, at least they you know they. Brought it full circle. They didn't yeah. drag it out too much, so yeah, I really like that. And then another thing I really like—I don't know if other people picked up on it—is there's so much subtlety in this comic. Like, yes, there's magic in the comic, okay, and lots of African comics have magic and fantasy in it. But then this one doesn't, you know, go hard on it. It's there, but then it's there when it needs to be. It's not in your face, like, hey, magic, magic, magic. So like when the guy was rescued from. Um, when he was drowning and yeah, then when she was rescued when he was drowning and then you know some magical and scene force just brought him out of the water that was really cool and then later on we, we find out that oh that's someone else's doing and that was really cool but then it's not in your face that it's magic and then the other thing about subtle today i really like is that um yeah this comic has like a social message it has an agenda but then it's not in your face that Hey, save the kids on the Volta Lake. Save, no, it's not like that. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's. It's not like an advocacy thing. I mean, that's what a comic is, but then it doesn't present itself that way. It presents itself as a story that, first and foremost, you need to enjoy. And then, once you enjoy that story, then it's easy for you now to, under, like, understand the underlying messages. And I really, really like that and respect that about this comic. Mm. I don't know if you have anything else to say. Um, just like you said, the. Um the line works on 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 this is is really gritty it's crude it's, mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. your I like the crudeness yeah the, and for for getting um Seto getting um Alfred if I the champon and Kofi of Fosu this these are guys who are really good at their craft mm. and for the three of them to work together and come up with this work is should tell you that the amount of work it goes it, it, I wouldn't say there is that refined look of it but you will still get it if, if you look at the artwork and the line work the brush strokes is yeah, yeah, really really yeah, sublime yeah yeah um what don't you like about this comic oh i i don't think i can find any negative vibe around mm. it because it's the fact that it's, it's it's been an award winner it's a normal award winner uh and that that alone for christ's sakes i can't i can't touch it oh interesting I had, I had I had I had one big issue with the comic. Maybe it's not too big, but I had an issue, which is that I didn't get to see the villain. I mean, yeah, he's a bad guy, but then that's just it. He was a bad guy. Like I want to know his backstory. What makes him tick? Like why is he doing the things he's doing? Is it possible that he's also 
a victim that you know um i guess suffering from stockholm syndrome and so he doesn't realize that he probably shouldn't be doing this to other people but then he because it's been normalized for him he's just like you know continuing with it so i would have really liked to see more of the villain because they kind of did that they explored um the past of one of the other villains a secondary character and there was some some form of redemption for him but then it wasn't too much but then i understand that because he's a secondary character so he didn't, he didn't matter as much but then for the main villain i would have really liked to see a little backstory and yes, understand master o2. Master o2. i really wanted to understand um why he does the things he does so yeah i mean that's that's my ugh for league of tears <laughs> um to infinity and beyond what are you looking forward to for this comic oh. with this comic Uh, Lake of Tears should be an animated thing. Yo, I agree. Whole has to be with with awesome details and dramatic scenes. If 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 you've read the comic, the graphic novel, like you would you will get that even at the final the final scene of it is really Rambo style, mm. like action packed with explosions and this will be so nice when you when you, when you view this as an animation. animation yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, it's essentially a color storyboard and so like I, I think it will be easy to just translate into animation. You know, of course, you're gonna take a lot of work, a lot of artists, but then you know, it will make such a beautiful story. And what I like too is that because it's a it's a story it's a story that comes full circle. It doesn't have to drag. The actors don't have to think too much about what should I include, what should I exclude. It's just pretty much it's there. It's like one full story. So yeah, guys, go check out Lake of Tears. I'll drop links to Lake of Tears in the description below. But at the same time, I'm just gonna tell you where you can also get it. It's available for free on lakeoftearsghana.com and I believe it's also one of the comics in the uh, Kugali Comic Club. So yeah, do check that out. Uh Yeah, so that's it. So we're done with Squid Cow. We will jump into the next thing, which is Collide Prime. Okay, Collide Prime is this amazing illustrator from Nigeria. He does some really really mad art. He he's also like influenced by lots of hip hop. So you see like elements of graffiti in there. And, and low life, low life lifestyle. Yes, he shows he shows, you know, the side of the world that people won't show you i mean he uh, pff, I, words words are not enough to describe what <laughs> like what i think about kolai and he recently put something together this year well I, i don't know if it's this year or last year but then he recently just put it out i mean i recently just came across it it's called niger cyberpunk and it's mm. really, really cool i mean cyberpunk is already super cool but then you know what he did is also really cool and um, so here's a description he had for afros Niger Cyberpunk and um, it's up on his behinds but he calls it Afro Cyberpunk as well so he says Afro Cyberpunk is a subgenre of science fiction in a futuristic setting that tends to focus on a combination of low life and high tech using african themes or caps featuring advanced technological and scientific achievements such as artificial intelligence and cybernetics juxtaposed with a degree of breakdown or radical change in the social order break the order with a lot of african themes yeah. emphasis on african themes so yes it's your regular cyberpunk but with african african themes which makes me wonder if this isn't just the same as um i believe it's steampunk i don't recall ah uh, cyberpunk the new game that had um no there's no based on that it's just like cyberpunk is a thing so there's a you you're familiar with kabiru seydu um, nubian vr So he works together with um what's his name Jonathan Duche. Jonathan Duche runs a blog called Afro Cyberpunk where 
he writes you know dystopian tales basically cyberpunk sets in africa that's something he does which is really cool so he's going to tell you a bit about well not a bit but like what we see from the art i mean we'll put links to it so you can check it out yourself but i just want to tell you what we see and why we think it's so cool so the first thing is when you go on the behind page there's a skull mm. that looks like the terminator Yeah. Honestly, it looks like a Terminator <laughs> without the flesh. It is actually. And it's got like some I hate to say this but yeah, some tribal, you know, inscriptions on the side and it's got a map of Africa with Madagascar. Go you, go collect cuz like many people don't draw Africa with the you know, with Madagascar. But yeah, he has that. So that's good. Then the next image is I'm not really sure what I'm looking at. It's a samurai with a cybernetic arm. He's black. So maybe he's not a samurai. So maybe he just has a katana with a cybernetic arm, and he's wearing like um, I don't know what this is called, but then it's something I see in Nigerian clothing a lot. It's these really cool pants, and then it's all yellow and it's got like all these inscriptions across it. And then what looks like a statue in the back, you know, um, embedded in someone's wall. So it's a statue, but then one, you know, part of the face is blown off, and you can see like the pipes and stuff behind it. And while it's pipes, it gives it this very, you know, um, um, cyborg look. So that's yeah, pretty cool too. That's really cool. Like a total recall kind of. Vibe. Yeah, and this is my favorite part. Yo, if you've been to Nigeria, you know about kekes and downfalls. So what he has here is a kekes are tricycles, basically downfalls are buses. They all painted yellow. It's really cool. So he's reimagined the kekes, the tricycles, right? And for this, it doesn't feel very, you know, Afro cyber punky. But then the design is really cool. It's. Mm. You, I mean, you have to see this for yourself. More or less like an upgrade of uh, the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would say yeah, that. But, but it's still in the range of that. Trying to make it look uh, poshy. But now we're talking. So he has some concepts for what this keke can do, and I see hologram ads. So while the keke is, so you know, like you know, in taxis in Ghana, for example, the the well, I guess across the world, you can do like some advertising on top of the car, right? Instead of that, he's taking a step further, and now it's holo, you know, hologram ads. And so, while the, you know, Kekes right right now on town, and you have like all these ads popping up, just showing, and you can just see it, and I guess interact mm-hmm. with it. I don't know exactly how it will work. And he says it, the, the the inside of the Kekes has like fiberware, metallic glass. No idea what that is, mm-hmm. but it looks cool. It's a two seater. It's a two seater. I mean, it's a tricycle. So yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Yo, you guys should really check out the Keke, and he's made like other versions, and this is one that looks like, you know, those sports bikes. Yeah, I feel like he's just combined a sports bike with um, with a yeah, Keke. Yeah, like a rickshaw sort of. Exactly, and then what what's more interesting about this is that he slapped like you know different stickers on it. That's something that Ghanians do a lot, and I guess <laughs> Nigerians do as well. So you have like the Chelsea club um, emblem, then you have someone I'm guessing is a politician. It just has the words Paso. And a cool skull sticker. That's the you know the same Terminator yeah, sticker same from Terminator sticker. And then you have like a crossbones and skull thingy painted on it. And then you have like a dog says, "Well, keep the blue flag flying high." He's a Chelsea fan, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I thought Chelsea was a trash team. I mean, now this is what I'm talking about. So he takes that Keke concept further. So beyond, I mean, it's cyberpunk, right? So why, well, you know, we should be flying and stuff. And so now we have a Keke that has like um. Thrusters underneath that you know help it levitate, not levitate, help it float. So that's really intense. And then we go to who is this guy? I have no idea. We go to the police. Uh, it says Mopal Force. Mm. 
wow, this I get a cool vibe from this. You know, uh, Judge Dredd. It has a Judge Dredd vibe. Yeah, I was actually yeah, gonna yeah, say um, 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 Halo, but then this is very Judge Dredd. So this is really cool. I mean, this guy looks like a badass, like a total <laughs> badass. I don't want to mess with him. Then we have you know the typical looking police officer, but then mm-hmm. this guy has like some edge. I mean, if this is how Nigerian police look, goddamn, they're cool. Then he, I'm not sure why he's done he's this, but playing on that. Yo, like, so there's a Nigerian police emblem, official emblem. It looks, it looks, it's dead. Yeah. It's okay. He's old as AF. <laughs> yeah, he's and he's reimagined it. You know, we have like an elephant, and you have like a, a sword, and you have like a what's that thing called? The thing police beat people with. With a baton. Yes, the baton, and it looks really cool. Like, it looks really cool. It's got like all these stars around it. And says Nigeria police. And when I see green stars, I like that it's not in your face that it's Nigeria. Like there's nothing mm. that shows like Nigeria. Just like it's very subtle. This is really cool. So yeah, um, you should definitely check out uh, Collide's Behance uh, page. He's got like some more stuff there. Um, yeah. Especially like he's, he runs something called Awanda Comics, and they make like these really interesting comics that, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you were saying, they go into like the the low lives of you know Nigeria and show you. The world as it is, so no superheroes, no fancy stuff. People as they are, conversation that people have, like for example, the way men, you know, talk about women. So like, there's this badass police officer, that's Officer Shola, and she has like really big boobs. Kolai yeah. has a thing with drawing. I, I find that a lot of male artists no, like to Kolai draw. No, likes. There's so much sexualization of his characters. I wouldn't see that. I would say sexualization. I mean, that's just what maybe that's what he's used to. That's what oh, he yeah. likes. And I, I do like them. Yeah, and so like you have men. You know, telling her like, yo, you shouldn't be doing this. Perhaps maybe go do something that women do, or for example, you know, making unwanted passes at the woman. Like that, all this, you know, all your boobies. Like you should be, there should be my hands or something like that. I'm not saying it's done anything like that, but I've read something along those lines. And this one is a total badass, and she whoops their asses every damn time. Yeah. So yeah, go you collide. And, and the classic one, Misfits. We'll talk about Misfits and another thing. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's Niger Cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, on Behance, oh. I would post links to all of this down there. Some I'm not sure where exactly. Oh, Afro Punk, Afro Cyberpunk. No, you don't find Afro Cyberpunk. It says specifically Nigeria Cyberpunk because Afro okay. Cyberpunk is written on the image. So yeah, I'll we'll post links to all of this and keep you on the know. But you should definitely check out this Cyberpunk. Levi- this Levitating. I feel like that's a mouthful. <laughs> cyberpunk. Mm, levitating. Mm. Uh, Afro cyberpunk floating keke floating floating cyberpunk keke anyway that's a wrap for the first (laughs) episode of Space Squid Um, I was your host Kadi Aote and I was here with Sydney Kofi Asari Um, please let us know how we did like yo this is the first time you're pretty nervous and yeah this was we hope to bring um our uh, again yeah this was intense so if you have any comments feedback please let us know you can you know tweet at us at squidmag or you know send us a dm on instagram like wherever just type yeah. in squidmag you'll find us definitely definitely visit our website it's squidmag.ink that's squidmag.ink so squid s-q-u-i-d mag m-a-g dot i-n-k and definitely follow us on all our socials and it's a wrap we'll talk to you soon. Oh, <laughs>